Welcome to Truth Be Told, a weekly broadcast brought to you by Brother Edwards, the mail carrier for the Lord. I am delighted that you can be with me today. I am the evangelist for the church with no walls. We are the image. We are made in the image of God, and there is no space on earth that can hold God's spirit other than that which was made in his image. What brick and mortar cannot contain God's spirit, only his children can contain his spirit. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you so much for this day. And as we study the restoration of Israel and its surety, along with some other topics in the book of Romans, help us to see how it uh, applies to us today, Father. Help us to uh, understand what you were saying then so that we can apply it to our lives today. I know sometimes we think that things have changed and what you were saying then doesn't apply now or things are different, but also we find in your Bible where it says there's nothing new under the sun, meaning that man is not changed. Man has not changed. Man is the same, okay? Yes, we've got technology, but man is still the same. So, brothers and sisters, in the name of Jesus, we pray to him and ask him to forgive us of our sins, and we lay all our burdens at his feet, and we open up our hearts unto him, that he may bless us, encourage us, strengthen us, and guide us back home. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see, restoration of Israel and its surety. If we look at Romans eleven twenty five, it's uh Israel's history is uh surety. God loves basically what we're seeing is that those of us who God loves, we have uh uh an assurity of a home, a place to dwell uh, when we leave here. Uh, this is only a temporary living space. That's why, you know, in the Old Testament, they had the tent where you are, your temple, your body, your tent. You're, think of yourself as a tent. It's temporary quarters. And, you know, a tent can, you know, you can cut a tent on, you know, do things to a tent. You can uh, damage a tent. Uh, but the, the house that God has prepared for us, no man has prepared with his hands and he cannot damage it. Uh, so this temporary tent, although it can be damaged, God protects us. He protects us while we're here. And we're assured that we can go home and be with him if we just believe in his son and be baptized. You know, that's what we have to do. God's love is unchangeable. Therefore, any person can be restored, can be renewed, can be brought back into a right relationship with God. If you will call upon the name of the Lord, you got to call him, though. Let me see. In the Bible, in Romans chapter 11, let's, let's look, at, uh, look at a few verses. Let's start at 25. For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceit, that blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. Now, we, we looked a little bit at uh, some of this last time we were together. Uh, verse 26 goes on to say, And so all Israel shall be saved. As it is written, there shall come out of Zion the Deliverer, and shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. Okay, and we know that they were, they were talking about Jesus at that time. 
And if we look at our day and age, we have some issues going on right now. Well, we got issues going on right now. But the best news I can give you is that God is still in control. He's still in control. And his love for you does not change. He loves each and every one of us. But there's requirements. There's requirements. So with, with, with us, we need to understand that, yes, God is always going to honor his word. Okay? God loves us unconditionally. Okay? They, he loves us unconditionally. And if he loves us unconditionally, then don't you think we ought to love him back? I mean, we ought to love him because he first loved us. You know? So if if you and I love him, then we'll obey him. Which leads me to Romans 12. He says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, he says, be a living sacrifice. Now, for those of, of you who are not familiar uh, with the sacrifices of Old Testament, well, there had to be a sacrifice made for sin, okay? A lamb, a goat, something that was unblemished, unstained. It was the best of the best. It was brought in. It was sacrificed to God on behalf of the sins of man because there must be bloodshed for sin to be uh, um, forgiven, okay? And Jesus did that. He died on the cross for our sins, and God raised him up. Now, you know, you, you you can you can believe that if you want to, but I do. I believe it. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the, and he was on the cross and God raised him on the third day. That's the gospel. Gospel is the good news about the death, burial, resurrection, excuse me, resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that is you can find that in the Bible. And I believe it's over in First Corinthians chapter twelve. Uh let's see. Let me make sure I don't want to lead you astray. So let me go here real quickly. It wasn't playing, but uh, it won't take me long to uh, confirm that. Let's see here. First Corinthians. See, moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved. If ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to scriptures. Now, this is First uh, Corinthians chapter 15, and I read verses 1 through 4. Uh, so the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ is the good news. Obviously, it's entitled good news, because if he had not done that, it would be bad news for us. We wouldn't have any place to go but to hell. So because Jesus Christ sacrificed himself on the cross, you and I need to do the same thing. Be a living sacrifice to God, holy and acceptable unto him. What does that mean? Then a living sacrifice, I'm set apart for God's use, period. Not for my own use. I'm set apart for God's use. Now, that's that's not hard to understand, is it? But because I may not want to do it, it becomes a challenge. 
So what I'm inviting you to do is this. Accept this challenge. Become a person who is devoted to God in everything that you do. Now, I know we have lived lives, long lives, and we've got a lot of things going for us and against us. Well, what I'm going to ask you to do is that whatever you were doing that was the opposite of what God wanted you to do, why don't you try to do what God wants you to do? And just try. Just try for 30 days. Just try for 30 to 25 days. Pick something in your life that you would like God to change and give God 25 days. Now, I'm not talking about financial stuff. If you want to do that, that's fine. But I'm talking about wisdom, knowledge, understanding, spiritual awareness, taking away your fears, things like that, things that are holding you back. Ask God. And for those of you who have not been baptized, see, the problem is that God loves you too. But He's bound by his word. He can't do anything unless you're baptized. So what happens is, is this. You cry out to God. God sends somebody to talk to you. We don't know where that person comes from. You may go to a church and that person may be there. The thing is, you've got to do something on your part. I, 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 I can't say this enough. Heaven is such a wonderful place that we read about. And this is where God Almighty exists. And you can exist with him if you accept his son. But without the acceptance of his son, you're going to be living without him. See, death is not being buried in the ground. Death is separation from God for all eternity. And you don't have to choose that. You do not have to choose that. You can choose Christ. And you can present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, meaning you set apart for him. You're no longer tied to the world. See, when you're tied to the world, you are consumed with it. Why, why do you think they're able to, right now, while you, you and I are worried about things that the, and the news and things are telling us, and this is not a bash of the news. I don't have time for that. I just know that's where we get our information from. You have to be crazy not to know that, okay? We get our, and we're so bogged down with that that we can't, we, we can't get the job done. We can't, we can't rescue people from their sinful behavior through the word of God. So that's why they keep you bogged down. They don't want you to, to. if you were able to sit still for a few minutes, you can see everything that they're pulling on us. It is just evil. It's sheer evil what is going on in this world. And we're excusing it. We're excusing it because those of us who are Bible-believing, Bible-reading, Bible-speaking, Bible-living people, are being told to not say this, told not to say that. They're infringing on our rights that God has given us. That's what I want to say. And if we as God's people don't come together, again, it does not matter where you live. It does not matter what you look like. It does not matter what kind of car you drive, what kind of house you live in, how much money you make. This is a battle between sin the battle between sin and sin trying to take over. We are God's people. It says greater than he that is in me than he that is in the world. 
God is the creator of the world. So I'm going to be a living sacrifice to him. And it and it goes on to say, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, listen, he says you're going to be a living sacrifice and don't be conformed to the world. You've got to break away from the good. That's the world. That's the living sacrifice. Set apart. I am going to set up, be set apart for God. I'm not going to get tied in with this worldliness because it keeps you busy. You know, B-U-S-Y stands for being under Satan's yoke. You are busy. You always got something to do, someplace to go. There's always a project. There's always somebody to help. There's always something to do. You've got to take time for God. Satan comes into our lives when we spend when we spend a little time with God. When we spend much time with God, Satan has a harder time distracting you. When you find glory, when you find this, when your when your desire and you is to 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 read and study the Word of God, man, God is gonna bless you. God is gonna bless you. See, you can't be conformed to this world. You got to be cleansed, transformed by the renewing of your mind. You're, you ought to, you're supposed to give your devotion, your energy, and thoughts to God. The word, therefore, launches a new subject of discussion here. See, when you, when you read 12, verse 1 in Romans, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So the word therefore launches a new subject for discussion. It connects that which is about to be said to what has been said. What has been said is this, okay? The world desperately needs to get right with God. Romans 1, 18, Three uh, from let's do this. It's Romans chapter one, verse eighteen, all the way to Romans chapter three, verse twenty. The world desperately needs to get right with God. You can read that. Romans one eighteen through Romans three twenty. The next one. The way for the world to get right with God is now clearly revealed through God's Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. This way is justification, believing in the Lord Jesus Christ and having God count one's faith as righteousness. Romans 3, 21 through chapter 5, verse 21, all in the book of Romans. The believer is, excuse me, the believer in Christ can now be sanctified, that he is set apart to God and set free from sin to life eternal by the Lord Jesus Christ. And by his and by the Holy Spirit. That is Romans chapter six, verses one and Romans eight, thirty-nine. So you would chart at chapter six, verse one, and read all the way to chapter eight, verse thirty-nine. Also the believer or the church, not Israel, is now God's choice to carry the gospel of his son to the whole world. Romans chapter nine, all the way through Romans chapter eleven, verse thirty-six. So now what we're seeing here is that there must be some some uh, 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 work we got to do, isn't it? We got to put in a little work. Now, mind you, this work doesn't get you to heaven. 
This work is in obedience to God. We've got to go and we've got to make disciples out of the world. And the way for the world to get right with God now is to what clearly is, is clearly revealed through his son. We've got to go to Jesus Christ. Come to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And the Bible says in Second Chronicles 7, 14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways, and seek my face, I will heal the land. The, so you, 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 restoration is surety. You can be restored into a right relationship with God, but you've got to call on him, and then when you call on him, you've got to answer him. And when he answers you, when he answers you, you've got to obey him. Okay, you got to do it. And see, when you do that, then you become a living sacrifice for him, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, okay? And do not be conformed to this world anymore. Break all ties with the world. Because if you're a friend of the world, you are an enemy with God. Thank you so much. God bless you all. Be safe on the road, brother. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, you're my strength and my redeemer. Thank you. And God bless.